Hello, everyone. Welcome to Green Sky, the D&D podcast. We are doing Cookie's part. If you would like to introduce your character real fast. Hi, uh, I am a Hill Dwarf life clerk known as Hi Zai. 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 <laughs> I am also a very experienced blacksmith within the Storven Kingdom that you mentioned. Yes. Uh, and, well, a very unique trait that I'm sure will come up in the future. Okay, so, Cookie, as you awaken within your bed, you sit up, look at your room that is emptier than you remember it being. You look around, see your bookshelf, and there's nothing else really in here. What do you want to do? Oh, cool. At least I've still got my books to read. Well, of course, get up, get my stuff, and leave, preparing to, I don't know, go to the tavern to get some food. Okay, so we need to, so we're going to take you outside real fast, and uh, I need your token, Cookie, if you wouldn't mind sending it to me after this part, but for right now, just put your token in the center of the town, and I'll play, and I'll adjust it where I need it to go. Cookie? Yeah. I'm sorry, the map's got a load for me. Just give me a second. That takes us a little time. And... Why is... Come on. Taking a sweet-ass time for you? Yes, I don't know why. I'm terribly sorry. Okay, there you are. Okay. Uh, um... Let me. That's not your house. Your house is over here. And I need to make you as big as the rest of them. Okay, so as you walk out, you see Bill talking to some strangers you've never seen before. And you see a bit further ahead a dwarf you've never seen before. You've never seen this man. And he seems to be watching Bill talking to the others, looking at, down at a piece of paper and then looking back at what looks like he's looking at the adventures that are there. What do you want to do? Well, as I walk to the tavern, just proceed to look towards Bill and just go, morning. He doesn't seem to even acknowledge you and neither do the other adventurers. But do you continue on your way? I sigh as it's rather common for that at this rate. But yes, go to the tavern, get some food, and then prepare to go to work. Okay, so you go to the tavern, and uh, I'm going to use a different token for you right now until I have it, because that's the other tavern. Because uh, yours takes too long to load. Uh, yeah. I, need... I I sent you my token. Yeah, okay, exactly. But I, exactly. I'm just going to use, you get to be a cool dragon. I get to be a dragon? Cool. You walk up into the tavern, and you see Harold there. And he's simply saying, ah, Morning, how may I help you today? Uh, just some food, mate. That's really all. Right then, he hands you the food. He hands you a plate of your normal meal, which is whatever you want it to be. He hands you a plate of your usual and says, Ah, table reserved for you over there in the corner. Thank you. I'm you, uh, you walk over to the tar- tar- corner. I'm zooming into the wrong area. Then, you see Bill 
Why is he so small? You see Bill, the two adventurers walk in. I can, I could just do this, please. Uh, you see the two adventurers walk in with Bill. And you actually get a good look at the um, girl. And she seems to be heavily sunburned. Like she's out in the desert being stupid. And Bill walks up. They start talking, but they're talking so fast and like quiet, you can barely hear what they're saying. But Bill walks around the corner, and so does the girl. She gets the potion that you know very well just heals any ailment. And when the when she is handed the potion that heals, the plague doctor man takes a couple steps back. What do you want to do? Continue eating my food. It's not a situation that's my business right now. So you sit there enjoying your food. After a bit, Bill, the adventures leave. And Bill goes over and starts talking to the dwarf you haven't, you didn't, you don't remember seeing. Ever. They start talking and then eventually they leave. Gets later. And to the point where it gets dark outside. Well, it's been dark outside. They, that's how long they were talking for. What do you want to do? Because it's not dark, dark. It's just like the sun starting to go down. You didn't know you slept this long. Sorry, I'm going to have to work my ass off for the rest of the night. Yep. Well, because that's normally what you do. Because no one else is allowed to know your secrets. So it's best for you to work at night. So you sleep during the day. And thus, I begin my travel to my workplace, where my character depressingly begins her job. Okay, so as you exit, oh, your token's out of here. You see the dwarf, Bill, sitting in front of that building. And you he then Bill looks over and finally notices you. you do you walk over to him? Mm hmm. Oh. Yep. Sure. Wait, what's your name again? Uh, literally just Ty Zai. I say Ty Zai. Ty Zai. Ty Zai. Okay. <laughs> Bill <laughs> looks over at you and goes, "Oh, Ty Zai." Yeah. Well, this is my new friend Lilo. Have you seen where that girl and the adventure have gone off to? Lulu. Lulu. No, I was inside eating my food and they left before me. Oh, I see. Oh, well, we're looking for her. If you manage to see her, let us know. Well, Lulu, do you have anything to say? Cookie, can you message Quentin down me or whatever? Nah, I'm just. Alright. Okay. Um, I'm gonna just stay quiet because I don't have many words. You know, he just explained everything. But, uh, well, you better get to work. Hopefully we can find them soon. Yeah, I wish you luck. Lulu, do you want to do anything? Nah. Bill. Bill, as law, I'm just going to call you Tizai, and Bill slowly follows them, and so does Lulu. Follows you straight back to your building, and they begin to look around trying to find them. Anywhere they could be. Till 
And as you go inside, your forge, you start up your forge. And simply, you work. One sec, let's enter your forge real fast. I know I have a map for it. Where is it? Did not add it. I did not add it. Noise. So as you enter your tab, your bench, your place, your smith, you look around. I don't want to deal right now, so here's a dragon. You look around at. You look around your your empty forge, realizing there's not much for you to do today. The axe of the Dwarven King is still on the table with a couple of gemstones and your uh, thingamabob. And a couple, and the giant gems you use for your craft are sitting right next to the table. What do you desire to do? Well, begin the, my job working on the axe of that Dwarven King. Seeing if okay. I can improve I need everyone else way. to deafen for me real fast. Tell me whenever, Cookie, if you wouldn't mind telling me when everyone's deafened. Uh, the only person who hasn't deafened is Amai. That's fine. Um, she already knows. Okay, so as you walk up to the table, you just simply grab the two halves of the axe, walk over to the center of the circle that's in the middle of your uh, ability, your forge, toss it in there with a single red gemstone. The gemstone seems to crack and crumble to pieces. And it, it fuses with the axe, repairing the axe completely. The axe looks brand new. Looks like there's nothing else wrong with it. So as you fix the axe, you grab it, look at it at your work, and realize this isn't... And realize you're beginning to run low on the gems. You have plenty of the giant ones. But the blue one you need for a lot of other. The blue one you need to enchant the gem, and the green one you need to um, basically infuse it with whatever you desire. The blue one is to enchant. The green one is to like repair, repair it. Like it's just no. What is the green one? Should I? I can't. I can't open my notes right now. But I remember the green one was for something. The blue one is to enchant it, and the red one is to repair it. And the circle gives these gems the power to do such. Well, of course, I'd go use the red gem. I need to repair it after all. It's split in two halves. Yes. And the... Do you want to enchant it? Because you even look at the... You pick, look at the paper that was under the axe. And it says... It says, make sure to enchant this with flame. He'd like to be able to hit someone and it just go... And set them on fire. But that's that how it's done. A face bomb has always the no the royals and all the fancy schmancy high ranking dwarves are always the same, wanting a certain enchantment to make them look cool. But either way, I sigh. I take the gem and I go to repair and enchant it with flame. So as you throw the red in there, it once again it. It was already repaired. You just didn't see the paper. So you grab the blue one and you throw it in with throw it into the circle and it begins to float there. Like the red one and the axe did when you first threw them in. And you slowly put the axe in. You with it, you're still holding the axe, and the gem cracks and crumbles apart. And it feels what you're wanting to enchant it with. And when you enchant it, 
it, you see a you see the axe turn a color that you haven't seen before. You see it turn something that is unusual to you. You haven't seen such a color in the axe in anything you've ever enchanted. You look at it, marveled by its newfound beauty. What do you want to do? Investigate what kind of enchantment I've just created. So you go over, grab a book, and begin to go and look through what the enchantments are. And this color was purple. And all it says is elemental. It doesn't have much of an explanation since it's only been seen once. And that dwarf who did it died and took the axe. Took the thing that he enchanted with him. They could not find the item and they have no idea what the item is. But the axe, it's a purple color. No idea what it means though. All it says is that it's elemental. What do you want to do? You read well, that it's... Leaves me with two choices. Either I have to go ahead and forge an entire new axe for the Dwarven King. And then enchant that one. Or give this axe to him, which might be risky. Okay. So, you sit there contemplating, and you desire to start just... And what is your decision? Because this axe is extremely powerful right now. From what you can read, what they have said is that the elemental is the most powerful of the enchants you could put on an axe. But it's so unknown, because you have to have such a strong will to forge it. Right, well... This weapon is unique. It's got too many unknowns, and I'd rather not have one of those unknowns be something that risks the Dwarven King's life and then have my head be taken. Yes. So I'm going to have to go forge another brand new axe and try to replicate that one as much, as best as possible. You go outside, and Bill's no longer there. But you see Lulu has decided to just sit up against the wall waiting for you. As you go up and start up this for you start up your forge... You see that the sun is starting to rise. It is apparently taking you so long that you've done this. And as you do that, you see the plague doctor and that woman begin to walk towards you. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Have oh, a yeah. wonderful day. Okay. And this is where I make Krieg... Krieg... Quig. Wait, he's not in that chat. Wait, oops. Uh, Quig, 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 Quig.